Hello lovely single mums and thank you for joining this podcast where we'll be sharing a brilliant idea to utilise your spare room as well as getting a helping hand around the house. My name is Lucy Good and I'm the founder of Beanstalk Single Mums. We're an online space dedicated to supporting and inspiring single mums from all walks of life. We offer a blog which covers everything for your single mother journey. We've got a single mum only anonymous forum, ebooks and e-courses, as well as exclusive single mum discounts and giveaways. And it can all be found completely free on our website, beanstalkmums.com.au. But right now in today's podcast, I have the pleasure of chatting to Ludwina Dortovic from The Room Exchange. Ludwina has been an entrepreneur for 25 years and is now the CEO and founder of The Room Exchange. And this is an online platform that connects busy households with a spare bedroom with guests who provide an agreed amount of help in exchange for food and accommodation. Not only is this a fabulous business idea, but it's a a win-win and it's really changing the way people live. Ludwina is also a mother of two adult children and she wishes that there was something similar to this around when her children were young. In her spare time you'll find her in her art studio painting oil and acrylic abstracts and mixed media portraits. I was just about to say in her spare time you'll find her in her walk-in wardrobe. (laughs) Ludwina welcome to the Beanstalk podcast. Thank you for having me. Now you must give me a chance to explain the walk-in wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) You go for it. You tell us. (laughs) Okay. So as a fellow podcaster myself, the, the, the idea of podcasting in a space where the sound is dead is very difficult to find in a normal part of your house. And obviously with COVID, I've got my adult children at home. So there's four adults here. So the quietest room in my house is my walk-in wardrobe. So I have my podcast set up here and it's all surrounded by furnishing which is our clothes of course so the sound sounds really good yeah Pencil you do a great yeah. sound it's a brilliant idea I might try it for my wardrobe next time <laughs> <laughs> but look moving on back on to the room exchange look it's such a fantastic idea it's so simple yet effective and it uses resources that already exist which is a spare room if you have one and people's time if they have it um, so creating a platform to connect the two to me is ingenious how did you come up with the idea yeah well look I I think it's the the process of innovating and and coming up with something usually occurs just from our own personal experience and everything Mm -hmm. that I've done in the last 25 years has pretty much been that and this is no different so when my eldest who's now 28 left home at the age of 22 I cried for a year as you do and then (laughs) I saw his you know you you do when you do you I've got teen I've got two young teenagers Uh, (laughs) counting down the days going hip hip hooray yeah well there there was an element of that as well but it's kind of you know we still had our other daughter at home and it sort of changes the dynamic of the family and it's the next stage of life and I was in my 40s felt quite, you know quite too young for it but um I uh cried for a year and then after that you know I'd say okay I've got a spare bedroom here and had the occasional guests come and stay from interstate but it probably only slept got slept in maybe twice in that year and I thought there's got to be something better I can do with this so I listed it on Airbnb which was um, a wonderful experience I really loved it but what I didn't like was the 
taking four hours to get the entire house hotel ready and the high expectation that's on hosts now, it's almost like you, you need to be a micro hotelier. Mm. But what I really loved about it was the experience of having random people, different cultures, lifestyle values. I really like the idea of having my own thinking challenged. And so inviting all these different people from different places around the world into my home was really exciting to me. So I love that. Didn't like the cleaning. So stop doing that after a year. And then, I oh know, none of us likes the cleaning. And then the and then my daughter had a friend who was travelling. He came and stayed. Then he wanted to stay a bit longer. He didn't really have much money. So I thought, well, how about you just help us out a couple of hours a day and we'll feed and house you. And he loved the idea. I loved the idea. All I did was cooking. And the, and the idea was born in that way. So fast forward four years and about six guests later, and the longest one was 18 months, mind you, mm. I had really changed the way that we lived in that I wasn't doing housework. I was able to concentrate on my business, have spare time at night, um, have my weekends back. And our guests were always incredibly grateful because they had this beautiful home to live in um, and they didn't have to worry about their living expenses. And then they could just concentrate on what was important for them. Mm. And, and it added value to all of our lives as well. And then so my friends started saying, oh, this is a great idea. Where can I find someone? And when you're an entrepreneur and innovation is a part of, you know, your DNA, you go, ooh, when I start hearing something's a good idea three times, yep. I pay attention. Mm. And at the age of 50, the room exchange was born. And that's pretty much how it got kicked off. Yeah. And it's just great. Like you say, all these ideas, they do come from experience. That's where Beanstalk came from. Just not the resource not being there for me when I needed it. So so what do you do you go and create it and that's the best way really isn't it because um, you're, you're then your own marketer not only do you create the business but you're able to market it from your experience yeah it's a good founder story um but also to look you know there's people can complain about something not being there I'm not like that it's like oh there's got to be a better way to do this and that's just how my brain works and yeah. so you know, okay. Well, oh, exactly. And I'm the same as you with it. So yeah, totally get it. But look, let's get a bit of information about the room exchange and how it works so that the single mums listening um, can get some more information and see if it's something that could work for them. And I think it could well um, do. It's such a great idea. So for the mums who haven't heard of of the room exchange or of this kind of service, I presume this is the only service of its kind in Australia, is it? Or are there other places as well yeah look it, it's it's not a completely new idea it's been around for centuries mm. um but nobody's really commercialized it yes well. exactly so that, yeah yeah and you know in the, in the the time that we live in it's really important for people to feel that you know the people who they're connecting with online are they uh, are who they say they yeah, are exactly they want to feel secure and safe they want to make sure they've got insurance coverage and customer support and all those kinds mm. of things that we've actually built in yeah. to our system so we've built you know we laugh about it we call it like a matchmaking service <laughs> you know yeah no um, I was thinking it's a bit like an online dating site yeah <laughs> yeah because well, when you when you think about it you want to if you're inviting somebody to come and live in your home or if you're a guest and you're going to live in someone's home you want to make sure that there is a there's a connection. There's something that's exactly. familiar and similar and of interest that, you know, you can both share together. And that's how we've crafted the, mm. the platform. So essentially, um, you know, it's free to join. You register, you create a profile. Um, all of our users have to have um, their verification process, which we partner with Australia Post uh, with their digital ID technology. So you have to, both hosts and guests mm -hmm. have to provide a passport or a driver's license to get the digital ID, which we pay for. Um, and that sort of, you know, gives everyone the comfort knowing that they are who they say they are. 
Um, you can apply for a police check as well through our system. We've got all these systems in place there. But you create the profile and then you can start connecting with other users. We've got an inbuilt messaging system so you can connect with them there. And we also encourage our hosting guests to meet off-site before they commit to an exchange. Yes. Mm. Um, you know, whether they can come to the home if they're in the same city or if not, maybe do it you know, a video call of some sort um, and do a walkthrough, meet the other members of the household. Those kinds of things are important. Um, and we find that our hosts always make sure that the exchange is finalised through the platform because they want to make sure they get mm-hmm. the support. So that's kind of the machinations, I guess, in terms of how the platform uh, How works. it works. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, sounds really yeah. easy. And is it, what does a profile include? Is it quite laborious putting a profile together? Obviously, you've got to put some information in there about yourself and your family and some pictures of your guest room and let people know where it is roughly. I mean, often these things can put people off thinking, oh, goodness, it's going to take forever to put profile on how straightforward is is your system with that yeah look it's no more than 15 minutes and that's if you're taking your time it's pretty simple but we've we've created it so that you know we are we do ask our users to jump through a couple of hoops but not too many that it becomes laborious because if you don't have a couple of hoops well the reason we do have a couple of those hoops is to make sure that we don't get um people on the platform who can be potentially problematic whether that's via intention or via their attitude so um, I've got a coaching background and have a really good understanding of human behavior. So I've put a lot of that in our profiling area. So they're, they're really simple questions to ask. Like one of them is, you know, do you like to talk about politics at the dinner table? Great. I, I hate it. You know, <laughs> you come to my house and Christian. you want to have like a debate over dinner. We're going to have a problem. But, you know. <laughs> I love that question. Right? That's it's such... a simple question, but doesn't it tell you a lot about, of course, about the person, does. right? What a and clever idea. Some people thrive on that, you know. Do you do you watch Netflix? You know, are you a morning or night person? You know, like, do you like listening to music around the house? All those things are really you, – you think of it and you go, well, what's that got to do with profiling? It's got a heck of a lot. It really does tell you about the tone and the mood and the values and the interests of the household. And then by the time you've, you know, you've answered the questions and the host lists, you know, what it is that they would like to have done around the house – the guests will list what they're happy to do around the house, etc. Um, and then by the time you've gone through all that process and you're looking at someone else's profile, you can be pretty confident, 75% chance that they're going to be a good match. The rest is just whether you like each other or not. Mm. So we put a lot of effort into that. They're just There's only three actual questions you've got to write an answer to. And then the rest of them is just tick a box. Yeah, which makes it super easy. Really super easy. It does sound uncannily like a a dating website. (laughs) 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 So I'm sorry. (laughs) It's very much the same idea. It's about matching people with the right people. But so like if we've got listeners right now who are thinking, I've got a room, I can do this. What the next question I'm thinking they'll ask themselves is, would I make a good host? So can you tell us what makes a good host and also what we can do to prepare our homes for a guest? Yeah, well, the first question, how what makes a good host, is like you'd know that. If you're the kind of person who cringes when you've got, you know, people coming to stay for a weekend, it's probably not for you. Um, you know, but if you if you like the idea of, you know, sharing what you have and having other people around and the interest that it adds to your home, if you're a social person, um, you know, then it's probably, you know, you, you'd fit a pretty good model of it being right for you. Um, you know, there's some people who are real introverts and, there's some people who just, you know, really do need. See? Uh. <laughs> oh, um, I can't. Are you there still? <laughs> yes, I am. I am. 
That was the um, hooking up to the phone data issue. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's all right. No, as long as I've still got you, that that's all I'm worried about. <laughs> but we, I think we heard pretty much everything you were saying about whether, you know, obviously it's not going to be suitable for an introvert. Um, yeah. So in that, that, and I think that's really important, isn't it? Just look at yourself. You know whether you like people in your house or not. Um, yeah. And that that is a good answer as to whether you're going to make a good host. Yeah, yeah. And the other um, part of the question was, sorry, what was the second part Um, of the question? How do you get your home ready? You know, how do you know you've got everything ready for them? What can they do around the house to prepare to welcome a guest? Yeah, well, again, it's the same thing. It's like if you're having family come and stay for a weekend, you know, what have you got in the room? It's just having nice linen and pillows and, you know, some towels and bedside Mm. table You you know, just kind of think about what would make them comfortable because usually the bedroom is a space where, um, they would go and have their private space as well, um, unless you had a huge house, which is, you know, not not everybody does. But it's just, kind of, yeah, just making them comfortable. Then it's not really like huge high expectations. It's just, you know, you want to just make them feel welcome and um, you know, just make them feel like that they've got a space where they can go to that's comfortable for them. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And single mm. mums, well, all mums, in fact, um, have so many chores to do every day. So the idea of getting support without actually physically paying for it is super appealing. Um, but what kind of work can we expect a guest to do for us? Yeah, so as long as it's non-licensed and non-professional. So, you know, think about the scope of that. It's pretty crazy. So I'm just trying to imagine the circumstances of, you know, if um, uh, so single mums is your community, there might be some things around the house that um, might need fixing or, um, you know, you might want your garden somebody to come and help you get your garden ready or you might have a garage that needs sorting out or some things that you might normally have somebody else sort of do if you had a partner what are some of those things that you might gosh I've had this on my to-do list forever right Mm. it could be home organizing it could be you know there's sort of think about the projects that are going on around your house you might have a bunch of clothes that you might want to sell on ebay but just can't be bothered taking all the photos and you know getting it set up so there's there's, there's two ways to look at this. So look at projects that you need done around your home and then look at the things that you'd like to have done on a daily basis. So it might be cooking, cleaning, picking the kids up from school or dropping them off or picking up the groceries or, you know, just make a list. Like this is what I do. It's like I make a list, put it on my fridge and then, you know, my guests will know apart from the daily stuff that, that they do, if there's any additional time that they'll just go to the list and they'll go, okay, I can sort out a kitchen drawers for a, or, you know, the pantry or whatever it is that I, I want to have done. So that's if you have a guest on a long-term ongoing basis. But sometimes we have hosts who just want a guest um, to come in for a couple of weeks or maybe a month just to work through some projects around the house, just to get them off their to-do list, you know, and that was some of the things that I was mentioning before. So it really is just about, you know, what season are you in in life as well could also be something to think about. So if you're, if you've just had a baby, for example, um, and you know, there's not a lot of time, um, that you have it's like the first you know three to six months is crazy time um having somebody around your home just to sort of help give you a little bit of support there might just be what you want so Mm. there's a number of different reasons um and and it also could just be that you know some of the mums listening might just be feeling a bit lonely and just like Mm. the idea of having some adult conversation around the house just to 
sort of keep them company and someone else to have meals with and, you know, just kind of provide that emotional support too. I'm actually liking the idea more and more as you talk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm thinking about my garage at the moment with all the heavy boxes and I need to reorganise, but I really need some help from somebody who can lift them and move things around. Not that I have a spare room, but, you know, it really, you are really opening it up and it will be making people think, oh, goodness, you know. So, yes, for a project or I've just got one thing that I need to do, but I need some help with gray or for that long-term option where you could even perhaps get some babysitting on a Saturday night and get a night out so there's so many opportunities with it but I guess the burning question and one that we've touched on very slightly already is around safety and security and other things that could go wrong with an exchange so say you didn't get on with your guests or they weren't doing their work or something just wasn't right what backup do you have in place to help the host and to protect their home yeah, I might just rephrase that question a bit because we put a lot of thinking into into that um, and sort of looked at, well, what would create that kind of environment mm. and how can we prevent that from happening so the issues don't occur? So if there are any, let me just say that if there are any issues, we've got customer care support. You can book a call with any of our team anytime. It's The, the link is in all of our communication. So we're definitely here to help you and support that we don't want you or the guests feeling that you're in an environment that you don't want to be in but if we go back to the beginning it's like well how can we set up a good exchange so that everybody understands they know what the expectations are um we're communicating really well so what we've found this has been our experience is that sometimes you get some hosts that go oh yeah it's fine well it'll work itself out you don't actually want to start an exchange that way because what happens then if the expectations aren't laid out very clearly in the beginning, when challenges do arise and when you live with people, that happens, it's a bit awkward to actually have those conversations then. So it's always better to have it laid out in the beginning. So everyone knows what the expectations are. And then if you have regular checkups, so you're eating together, you know, checking with each other over, you know, meals sometimes and say, hey, you know, how's it going? Is there anything that that you need if you're a host or a guest might ask, you know, um, do you mind if I uh, go out, you know, got Saturday night, um, want to go out with some friends, um, are you cool? You know, and it's just communicating. Mm. We've got a, um, some ideas that we find that are really helpful. One of them is having a kind of like a diary in the kitchen where um, the guests can actually put down the, the times when they will be outside of the house in that week yeah. or, you know, yeah. the next month or whatever. And so that if you do have children and you, you obviously looking at, um, you know, babysitting occasionally being one of the things that you might use them for, at least then you can sort of work around that. Or we have, we had this, um, this idea that I presented to some mums once where, okay, whoever puts the, the, the date in the calendar first gets the option. So if yeah. the mum has got a night out, well, then the guests will go, okay, I won't plan that night. Or if the guest has put in a night saying, hey, I've got something on, then the mum won't plan. So that way it just makes it kind of easy to communicate um, and, um, and you know, figure out what, what everybody's whereabouts is. And then just having a list up on the fridge of things that you want, the projects or the additional things that you might want done. Um, and then, you know, we find that it's best not to kind of clock the time, if that makes sense. Yeah. All of our guests know the value of what they're getting and all the feedback that we get is that they're so grateful, you know, that they have the opportunity to live um, cost-free and they're happy to help out. Um, in exchange for that so as long as they they know what they they actually always want to know what they can do Mm. um and it's easier for them to know instead of them having to constantly be asking or if the you know having the host actually constantly telling them so it's just let's lay it all out this is what we need 
if you need any time off, that's great. Just let us know in advance. Note when you're not going to be around in the diary. Let's at least have a few meals together a week so we can have some fun. And sometimes even just, you know, we call it being a tourist in your own city. Just go out with your guests yeah. somewhere sometime and have some fun and maybe invite them to a family gathering or a barbecue you might be having on the weekend when we're allowed to do that again. Yeah. You know, so um, it's, just a, it's, it's just thinking of it in the same way that you would if you had a housemate. Yeah, and I'm really it all goes back to communication, doesn't it? As Absolutely. long as you're communicating, whether that is by a list on the fridge or a book, um, letting each other know what you're doing. I, as I say, I've got two. I say young teenagers. My eldest is 17, actually, on um, on Sunday. But she goes out and she won't tell me where she's going. And I say it's just simple respect. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you lived with me when you were in your 30s, I'd still expect you to let me know where you're going because when you live in the same home as someone you have to respect each other and uh, just let each other know what your movements are so it's about treating each other as equals and giving that respect and keeping that communication up and so much better than doing something like this on Gumtree um, where it could go wrong and you've got no support doing it this way you have got that added protection of being able to speak to I guess one of your team Ludwina and just be able to um, get even advice or ideas if things aren't aren't going well Um, to be able to get things back on track would be helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it might even just be that, you know, we could have a chat with your guests and just kind of find out what's going on. It could just be that maybe they broke up with their partner or someone's mm. died in the family. Like, you know, life happens uh, yeah. with people. And it does. Some, and it certainly yeah. has happened this year, hasn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but, um, well, I've seen loads of lovely testimonials scattered across your social media platforms. I think it was in, on Instagram that I saw a whole heap of them. So I'd love you to share some with us now so that our listeners can hear about the ways that the room exchange has really helped those with that that resource of the spare bedroom and those with the resource of spare time and how you make them connect so successfully yeah I think one of the stories that probably relate the most to um to your community would have to be Tiffany and she's a um professional uh woman um in her 40s she has a, a daughter who is um I think she's about five and uh, she lives in Albert Park in Melbourne um nice little place there and and she just, you know, trying to juggle her professional career and um, her additional, you know, um, businesses that she has with raising a child has just been really challenging. And so we got, um, we had someone come in with her who was in Melbourne for a month and gave her a taste of, you know, what it was like. She was like, oh, this is fantastic. It's because she's had sort of au pairs before. But what she really liked about the room exchange is that she didn't always need childcare. She just, sometimes just needed help with meals and you know a few other things so it was really she liked the fact that she could do that so from there she then ended up getting um somebody who ended up living with her for about a year and and her name was Lee and she was from China she was a um international student here and Lee was feeling you know kind of a bit lonely and isolated beforehand not having any family here and um and Tiffany and her really you know clicked and Lee was really good with cooking and great with kids and and they all got along really well and the value that, um, cultural value that Lee was able to, you know, um, to impart was also a benefit and, you know, they, they just made it work really well and Tiffany, you know, she's the first to say she's just such a big fan of the room exchange and how it's actually, you know, it changed her life in that time and it just really gave her the opportunity to develop her work and concentrate on her business because um, her daughter wasn't at school yet. So 
that just made such a huge impact in her life. But, you know, there's a bunch of reasons why people exchange. We, you know, our, our oldest host was 90, you know. Oh, so, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And her, um, she lived in Brisbane and her um, adult children lived in Melbourne. And so her daughter was traveling up all the time to sort of check up on her and it was just becoming, you know, too much. So we just got a guest in there, which gave her, her daughter peace of mind knowing that somebody was there in the house. Mm. And that, you know, we've got a growing aging population, so that's a huge one there. And, you know, there's professional couples or single people that just, you know, want company around the house. There's a number of different reasons. You know, we have that resource of that spare bedroom is existing housing. You know, it's existing infrastructure. We don't need to rebuild you know, no, not at all. No, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just so brilliant. And I love the fact that there is that companionship element in there as well, because more often than not, that's what people actually need, don't they? And I especially know for single mums that loneliness is one of the biggest challenges of all. Um, having somebody around who they can get some help from, but also have a chat to in the evening when the kids have gone to bed and they're on their own um, could be really wonderful for them. So look, that's all we've really got time for in terms of getting extracting knowledge out of you about the real <laughs> exchange um, and finding out how it all works. But if our listeners do want to perhaps build a profile or find out more about the room exchange, can you tell us where they can find you? And also you've got a special offer that you've kindly given to Beanstalk Mums and it's sitting on our single mum discount directory at the moment. So could you let us know about that? Thank you. So um, our website is theroomexchange.com and so that's exchange without an E. So it's X-C-H-A-N-G-E, theroomexchange.com. And we're across all our social media, it's just at theroomexchange. Um, But yeah, I'm really um, happy to offer um, all your Beanstalk mums um, 12 months free to the platform. So we usually have a fee of $60 a month for the duration of the exchange. So you don't pay until you're actually exchanging. Um, But we're um, you know, with all the challenges that we're going through mm. at the moment with COVID, we're really wanting to support as many households as we can. So um, on your uh, website, um, if they just pop in the um, the promo code Beanstalk, lowercase b, and then TRX with capitals, 2020, so it's Beanstalk TRX 2020, um, pop that promo code in, and then we'll give you 12 months free use of the platform. So once you find someone that you want to exchange with, um, it will ask you to pop your credit card de- de- details in. It's just part of the system. But when you go through the payment area, just pop in that code and um, you can exchange for 12 months on us, which is valued at $720. That is absolutely excellent. Thank you. So just to make it clear, you can go in and set up a profile for free. Um, as in Once you find a guest, that's when you would usually be charged $60 a month when they start staying with you. Um, that's but right. at the moment, you're offering the special where they get 12 months for free. Okay, just wanted to... I, I might have been yeah. the only one who needed to clarify that, but just um, in case anyone else that's listening... Fine. And, they, and they still have... As long as the exchange is booked and finalised through the platform with that promo code, then you still get our um, coverage of $5 million public liability insurance coverage. And um, you also get access to our customer care support. So that's all there with that. So just make sure that you use that promo code and go through the um the booking process as normal 
Okay. Well, look, it's a brilliant offer and I'm sure it's one that many single mums will be interested in. Um, We're always looking for support. Um, So for many, the room exchange will be their prayers answered, I'm sure. And I'll have lots of opportunities to recommend you uh, when people talk on our group about looking for support around the home. Um, But of course, they do need to have that all important spare room. So look, thank you, Ludwina, for taking the time to chat with me today and for sharing the incredible concept that is the room exchange. Uh, look, thank you, Lucy, for um, for giving me the opportunity to. And I think it's really great what you're doing. Parenting is incredibly difficult. Um, you know, I've had a lot of years doing it and I take my hat off to, you know, the challenges that we're all facing and still pushing through with that. So to all your mums, big hugs to you. Just, um, you know, if we can help you in any way, then that's what we're here for. Oh, you're amazing. Thank you so much. My and, pleasure. And to all the single mums who are listening, do you have a spare room? Are you utilising it or is it full of junk? (laughs) If not, why not get someone in to help with the kids, get a hand around the house as well as, you know, some company and companionship because you deserve it. Um, And like we said at the beginning, it's got to be a win-win for everybody. It's just such a fabulous idea. Um, And remember, if you've not visited my website, beanstalkmums.com.au, make sure you do. Not only will you find more podcasts like this, but there's heaps of other wonderful resources for your single mother journey. And you can chat to me anytime on the anonymous single mum forum or the single mum vine Facebook group. And they are both reached via the website and just one final point before we leave you if this podcast has helped you please take just 30 seconds to rate and review it because the more reviews we can get the easier these podcasts are to find by other single mums who need support guidance and companionship on their single mother journeys until next time ladies goodbye <laughs>